Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. My name is Dave Warnicky. I am sitting here with Mr. Matt Stewart. Hey, Dave. Um, what a pleasure to be here. Great. That's, that's my number one point. Perfect. Number my two. My number two point is, you're looking really good today. Thank you. Right back at you across the oh, table. That is very sweet of you to say. All right. I'm going to introduce another person now. Hopefully, they'll give me another compliment. Uh, it is uh, Jess Perkins. Hello, Jess. Hi, Dave. Hello. And do you have anything to say to me? Nah. Hey, Jess. No, I love your jumper oh, and I love your big blue eyes him. and I just love you to pieces. You're just the best. Oh, Dave, you're so cute. I love you. You've got squishy little cheeks. Oh, th- oh, she is squishing my cheeks. <laughs> His Thank bum you. cheeks. Oh, <laughs> cup those tiny cheeks. <laughs> That's so creepy. Anybody oh, have any totally compliments is. for me? It's weird if you ask for them. Don't give them to me now. It's weird. Um, That's fine. Hi, uh, Matt. Cup my tiny cheeks. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that was a weird moment. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> what have you guys been uh, doing today? Cup and cheeks, mainly. Oh, mainly cup and cheeks. I had Cocoa Pops for breakfast for the first time in a long time. That's great. I I'd, already regret asking the question. I had a banana because I'd... I, Bloody yeah, banana. Yeah, it's pretty fancy. And then a donut. <laughs> It's been a good day. Oh, that is a good day. Oh, well, how about you, Banana through you, the donut you... hole. I... Oh. Yeah. 
sorry. I didn't even. I just, you gave me two things and my Tetris brain wanted to like slot them together. No, that's not, that's not any <laughs> is that, better. Is that, a, is that a, <laughs> a Tetris brain or a sexual brain? Sextrous brain. Sextrous. Yeah. You are ambisextrous. I'm and ambisextrous. Matthew, what, what did you have for breakfast? Come on. It's a leading question. Uh, I had, look, this is what I do. Uh, I've got, I've got a bunch of different cereals. Uh, so I go a little layer of, uh, rolled oats. Then I go a layer of brand sticks. What do you call those brand stick guys? All brand. All brand sort of sticks. Yeah. And then, uh, a layer of rice puffs and then a layer of, uh, cornflakes. Wowzers. Wow. And then, Are yeah, you also the one who does milk, like. Milk through it. Two types of milk though. Was that you? Some, yeah, 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 two types you? of milk. I haven't heard that. What do you mean? I mix rice milk and soy milk together. Rice is a bit sweet. Soy is a bit tart, thicker. Rice mm. is a bit thin. Like, mix them together and it's a delicious rice milk concoction. And your cereal with the layers, does it stay in layers? Yeah, it's it's kind of like a like a parfait or a trifle, <laughs> breakfast trifle, like a, a breakfast lasagna. <laughs> yeah, breakfast lasagna. That's what oh wow, that's actually amazing. It's really good. It's very complicated. And is it equal parts of every cereal? Equal parts. Where do you have time? I don't have time for breakfast. Hence, I eat a banana as I run for the train. Well, you had time to get to the donut shop, Jess. <laughs> yeah, between trains, <laughs> connecting trains. Had donut time. I needed coffee. You should be grateful I had coffee. I'm very grateful. I am also grateful. I could use a coffee. Oh, well, instead... Well, that's right. If you get through your report, your reward is a coffee. All right. Okay. Now, so that, what we're going to do is Matt's going to give us a report on a topic that Jess and I have no idea what it's going to be. Mm. I am interested. And Matt, I believe last week you said that you were going to pull this one from the listener suggestion. The listener <laughs> suggestion. The listener suggestions. I, yeah. From the hat, as we keep calling mm. it. I have pulled it from the hat. Um, and do you do it at random yeah, it's random from the hat. I mean, you don't. There's no hat system. No, oh, but I thought you might like pick and choose from the hat. Yeah, no, you, you might see the list and go, "Yeah, I want to do that one." Well, I think I think that would be disingenuous to the hat. I think the hat deserves better than that. I think everyone goes in equal. They all come out equal. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's an egalitarian hat, oh. and I'm wearing it right now. It's a nice. I hat. wear it around. I'm, I've it's always f- got ideas. It's quite a sharp hat under my hat. Well, very good. Do little bits of paper just fall out? Yeah. Wow. Then I have to put them back in. That's okay. (laughs) Um, So you're about to make the dreams of one listener come true, possibly at the expense of every other listener, but that's okay. We always start with a question. What is your question? My question is: What virus was feared to be the most deadly in the 1900s? Oh, virus. 1900s, so not 1980, so not the 20th century. Not AIDS or HIV. No, not AIDS or. That that would have been up there. And, I mean, you know, my question isn't based on anything. But any factual. That's fine. Um, Jess, any viruses? Virus. But that was a very good guess, Dave. What about malaria? I'll have another go. <laughs> malaria? Uh, no, it's not malaria. Yellow fever? Black fever? Man flu? <laughs> Man flu. That's my most hated. But no, it's not that one. Dengue either. fever? You're most hated. That's my most If I was going to get any of the above... That'd yeah, be anyway. the bottom of the list, man flu. Oh. Um, cancer. Sorry, is that a virus? It doesn't sound like a fun no, topic people are, either. People are terrified. I know. Oh, history of cancer. My... Today I'm going to talk cancer. <laughs> Hope you got some zingers. <laughs> um, All right, Oprah. <laughs> you get some cancer. So, cancer. 1900s. Everybody gets cancer. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, I want to laugh, but also I don't want to approve you can that laugh comment. At my, you can laugh at my Oprah impression. That's what I'm laughing at. <laughs> not, not everybody getting cancer. That's not funny. Um, um, virus. Matt, give us a cluey. Oh. Uh, it's not. Okay. What you? I was going to say, is it Y2K? It is Y2K. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, see. I was going to say you're going to have to think outside of the box. I was thinking Y2K, but then I thought, but 1900s, that makes me think early 1900s Perkins, for some reason. Perkins, well, Perkins, I, I, fuck you, Dave. So would you say you, that Dave. technically I am, but I was born in 1990. Am I a child of the 1900s? Yes. Hooray! So you were born, you were a child in the 1900s. I was, but fair enough. You were 10. You can't argue, mate. I would say the 1900s. Can't you would associate with pre-World War One. That's what I imagine. But that's fine. No, it's very good. I'm excited for this topic. Uh, Y2K. So this was uh, tweeted yeah. into us, this one, uh, by a man named Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Thanks so much for the suggestion. A very good suggestion. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah. Well, let's wait and see how Matt's report goes. Yeah. I, I'm, look, I'm saying the suggestion was good. Great. The report, I'm sorry, Marcus, I probably haven't. As is my want, it is a, probably a little underdone, but um, it's a very interesting topic, mm. probably. Okay. Well, I mean, prove it. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so it's like most commonly known, I think, to me as the Y2K bug, but it had a bunch of other names. It was also known I mean, as but Millennium Bug. Millennium Bug is another big one. It's also called the Year 2000 Bug, which is where Y2K comes from. Y is for year. Two, two is for two. two. And K is for thousand. And also, this one, which came up a lot in my reading, but I, I don't remember ever hearing it, was called, a lot less catchy, the year 2000 problem. Not as good. Bug is good. Yeah, I like bug. Yeah. But I also just imagine like a little beetle. Just a little beetle yeah. running around. Everyone's like, oh, no. It's oh, just no. a little beetle. That's not a problem. He's all right. My, my like oldest, a little ladybug. My older sister was um, in year 12. In 99, I think, mm. or 2000. And she, um, so her, you know, muck-up day, they'd often have dress-up themes yep. at, at yeah, sure. some schools. We, we certainly didn't do that. But they, because at our school, right, they were a bit worried about what we were going to do. Not because of me, I was quite a well-behaved young fella. But sure. our, our year level was pretty loose. So they called us in on a Wednesday and said, uh, for an assembly, and said, by the way, that's that's the end of your schooling. Uh, go home now. Like they didn't they didn't give us any heads up as to when our last day was going to be, oh, so we so couldn't have a markup day. Any time you could be graduating. Yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You graduated. But, that, but wow. they made it sound like they're like, we'll let you know. So you, you obviously we'll let you know a week in advance or whatever. But they just never did, and then they're like, yeah, this is done. it. You're done. Everyone, leave, please. Wow! But, but my sister's class—they had that time, is obviously. such an anticlimax to school. That yeah, it was sucks. weird. But they did the favor they did do us because we our school St. Bede's was across the road from uh, this pub called the Mentone Hotel or the Edgy. Mm. Do you have a, a pub and, across the road from your high school? Yeah, and on, and Wednesdays was the big um, uh, student sort of night there, and they. They let us finish on a Wednesday. So they I reckon that couldn't have been coincidence. They were looking after like, us. Off there. you go. Off to the pub. Straight to the pub. And I turned eighteen that week. Nice. It was anyway, look, this is See, my school relevant. let us have a muck up day, but they would they were very clever because it was an all girls school. They scheduled the muck up day for the same day as our graduation ceremony. Oh. So we all like I mean, we still had fun, but Wanna nobody wanted nice. to ruin their spray tan or their hair and then we all left to go get ready, so 
Ooh, very well. I thought that's that was genius. Smart. That yeah. is smart play. Like you're gonna have your fun, but you're not gonna have a water fight. Like there's not gonna be water balloons because nobody no wants eggs. to. Nobody wants to streak their fake tan. Was fake tan big? Yeah. yeah well, not real big. Not for me. You don't need it. You got a, a lovely natural glow. Very pasty. <laughs> natural glow. Anyway, remember that product? That was an English woman who used to spruik it on daytime TV. I'm here to sell natural glow. No, okay. Did she say the word, I'm here to sell? No, she didn't. So that's <laughs> terrible opening for an advertisement. Hi. No, turn off. Want to buy something? Because <laughs> I'm here to sell it. I've got a shitty product. You want it? No. Natural glow. Anyway, she was great. What you do is you put it on. There you go. Great. <laughs> buy it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, but my sister, her, so her theme was Millennium a bug or... Y2K bugs. So they all and came it, dressed as like bees and different ladybugs. So they were like. obviously treating it as a, a comedy thing. Yeah. They was, weren't worried. They, well, that's, well, I don't remember having any fear of it. Like I was, I was a teenager in, in 99. You guys were quite young. Do you have any memories people of it were nine. No, not really. I remember no. people being worried about it, but I don't remember even thinking about it. I was kind of like, no, that can't possibly be right. Yeah. Yeah, well, just... computers aren't that dumb. <laughs> I had more faith in computers than in people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, all I remember is that Silver Geo song and for the year 2000. That's all I we'll remember. We're making it up to you and me. Yeah, I didn't like that song very much. I like Silver Chair. Oh, look. It's not, this isn't, we're not going to turn this into a Silver Chair bashing session again. No. Not... Jess, please. Fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> Fool us twice. This is not that third time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but Y2K, I don't know. I, I know the maybe the basics of it all. Or... Yeah, I don't know a lot about it. I so. didn't know. I didn't really know anything about it. I, I reckon I had a, a vague idea, but it was... Anyway, did you know, Dave? I thought you'd like this. Oh. Do you know what a numeronym is? Y2K is a numeronym. Numeronym. Is it sort of like a... Um, uh... <laughs> Never mind. How do you, so is it like numero nim? Yeah, numero nim. Is it because it has like Y two K? Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's a word that it's like an, an acronym with a number in it. Yeah, acronym exactly. Is what the word I was going to And, and the, an initialism is what I was in the about. Wikipedia um, example uh, page about numerisms, numeronym, numeronyms. They they mention the word initialism, which mm. is the first time I would have ever noticed. That ah. is a real word, which you introduced us to on this very... Can you think of any other okay. numeronyms? They listed some. I can't... Oh, uh, canine was one. Like oh, yeah. Canine. Oh, K9, yeah. Yep. Um, they did have a whole list on... Oh, AK-47? Yeah, there's one. AK. Cool, there we go. I'm happy I got one. That's all yeah. I needed. Well done. Jess? I didn't get one. I never get one. No. I just wanted you to realise that. <laughs> So, um, what about DB9? That doesn't count, does it? Yeah, DB9. I don't know what that means, but it's I think it's so. like yeah. Aston Martin. I think DB9. so. You mentioned that before. Perfect. Nailed it. I got one. Dreamboat 9. <laughs> Dreamboat. Yeah, I reckon that counts. Great. We've all got one. We can move on. I love that, though. Numero them. So, the, the Y2K bug was a problem in the coding of computerized systems that was expected by some uh, leading up to the year 2000 to create. Havoc in computer networks around the world when uh, the clocks ticked over from 1999 to 2000. 
This was due to the fact that many computers built from the 60s up to the 80s were designed to abbreviate four-digit years to two digits in order to save memory space. Oh, right, right, right. So it was going to go from 99 to double O. Exactly. So I'd freak out. So they'd say, instead of saying 1965 when they were designing a program, it would just say 65. Because they, yeah... Um, the, the, the reason was that data storage was so expensive back then, like even little bits of storage like that would cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. But it does seem, you know, people, how computer people from the sixties, they were always thinking about the future and always predicting in the year 2000, we'll live on the moon and everyone Mm. will have a computer the size of a house. They always have that, but to not even think about how in less than thirty, in less than forty years, that would be a problem. I talk about that a little bit. They they did some did foresee it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I'll talk about that in a sec. But um, you know, it, it seems pretty crazy now. Mm. Don't you reckon that like nineteen, like digitally, yeah. 19, the numbers one nine, is like well, we gotta we gotta save space wherever we can. Yeah, that's like cut wh- costs down. What is that? The smallest thing ever. Yeah. Like I've I'm just typing into a Google Doc right now. I'm just I've just written a whole page nineteen over and over again. That's what's that costing you a million dollars? Cost me nothing. Nineteen sixty five. Yeah. Free. But here in two thousand sixteen, nothing at all. What Absolutely time to be free. Alive. I've just uh, select all, copy, paste, just doubled it. Just still du- free. Fuck. <laughs> you can't be stopped. <laughs> I won't be stopped. Uh, <laughs> here's a quote. Do you guys know Alan Greenspan? He's kind of a big name in. American finance. He was the chairman of the Federal Reserve of the US from 1987 to 2006. Oh yeah. Um, I was I was at high school then Greenspan. doing yeah. economics and stuff. So maybe that's why I know his name. But uh, he. I was doing drama at high school, so. Yeah right. Okay. Well... I know Brecht. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that's perked my interest. Yeah. Bertolt Brecht. No, please go on about Greenspan. What's? He was obviously a big wig. Yeah, so he, but he was uh, around that time, but um, he, he earlier he was a computer programmer. So um, in 1998, when the Y2K bug was starting to get a lot of mainstream coverage, um, he said this. He said, I'm one of the culprits who created this problem. I used to write those programs back in the 60s and 70s, and I was proud of the fact that I was able to squeeze a few elements of space out of my program by not having to put a 19 before the year. Back then, it was very important. We used to spend a lot of time running through various mathematical exercises before we started to write our programs so that they could be very clearly delimited with respect to space and the use of capacity. It never entered our minds that those programs would have lasted for more than a few years. As a consequence, they are very poorly documented. If I were to go back and look at some of the programs I wrote 30 years ago, I would have one terribly difficult time working my way through step by step. So he just wrote a whole lot of stuff. And was like, ah, oh, in a couple of years, no one will use this. Yeah, it's like this is a, it's a computer. As if people are going to still be using this computer program in forty something years. True. I mean, that's that was why they sort of saw that it could have been an issue, but didn't but, think but, that it would possibly, in reality, become an issue. Well, so a lot of these older programs were still being used then. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. The old hardware and, and software programs. In, um, but it's not like, so I think I often was thinking about it like as computers, you know, like laptops and PCs and that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's what I always imagined. But there's computers in everything, you know, yeah, ATMs, true. Uh, 
cash registers. Oh, of course. Just yeah, like yeah. everything, and not they're everything not getting Everything is changed. a computer. Yeah, pretty much. Everything. everything. Uh, bum, bum, bum. So people were worried that everything was just going to what? Malfunction. Yeah, <laughs> be that's right. They thought. Haywire. Well, they yeah. So as we got closer to the year 2000, computer programmers realized that some of these older computers would still be in use and that that meant that they would represent the year 2000 because they're only... Year 99 is two digits. So when when it goes to 2000, they realized that it would either think that it had gone back to 1900 or some computer programs just kept counting up, so went up from 99 to 100. So they thought it was 19100. Like a crazy year into the future. Okay, but would that ma- how would that affect it? Would it just not want to work? I would just be confused, and and maybe the the fear would be that they'd either shut down or they'd give wrong results, and it would just like have a chain reaction that would muck up the whole system. So if it was like a cash register, it just wouldn't work anymore. So people can't get cash. So there was a lot of panic around that people um, after New Year's would just wouldn't be able to get money anymore. You know, the machines would stop working and there was like all this crazy panic. And, you know, when millions of people all of a sudden want to... Isn't it hilarious how those little... We just... Everyone just accepts that that little piece of paper or now polymer plastic in our country just represents money. Yeah. We just have to agree that I give you this and that equals 100 units of dollars. Yeah, it, it certainly doesn't, but... I mean, it does. It's really, it's very odd. It is weird. When you but think it, about it too much. The system works, and then, right? Yeah, it does. But then, stop putting were, ideas in people's minds, Dave. People were worrying that the system was not going to work, and they couldn't get yeah. their cash. Yeah, yeah. And how? When did someone first identify this as a problem, and it started getting mainstream? Well, it was press. the first time it was written about was I think in or, or talked about was in the sixties. First time it was written about was in the eighties, but it was really slow for people to the fear to really get going. That mm. was late 90s. It was only the last couple of years where people were really starting to go, we got to start fixing some of this, some of this, some of these programs. Start rewriting the bloody program. Yeah, of course. Um, so some of the places that were affected the most, uh, uh, the Y2K problem was obviously not, as I was saying, not limited to computers running conventional software. Uh, many devices containing computer chips ranging from things like elevators, ATMs. Oh, oh trapped in an elevator. Yeah. Temperature control systems, uh, mm. commercial bu- uh, uh, medical equipment. So, you know, like everything. Everything is a computer. Yeah. But apart, as well as that, and the things that were really making people afraid were like, uh, you know, nuclear warheads. Like, there's buttons around that, you know, in the president's office but just a button gets pushed and shit gets blown up right what happens if that the program that controls that just malfunctions and malfunctions and just shoots what if the president just slips yeah that's another thing that's another thing that's and not it, y2k related but no, that's well, a concern I mean, no, of mine oh, i often worry about the president's slippage on new year's um eve the president like many people has, has a, a few drinks yeah what if he or especially she at the slips. millennium eve yeah, that was a big one. Mm. Who was in power? Bill. Bill Clinton. Bill, big Bill Clinton. Bill. Oh, and he was a bit of a party animal. Yeah. He had his saxophone out. <laughs> Playing Baker Street. That was Careless Whisper. Oh, sorry. Careless Whisper. Thank you, Dave. I was still thinking about last week's episode about... Um, 221B Baker Street. B Baker. I took my love down to Baker Street. Is that song connected to that? Uh, I reckon that maybe... 
It's just a catchy thing that Jerry Jerry Rafferty, the singer, put in. Did you know Jerry Rafferty used to be in a comedy duo with Billy Connolly? What? No, but I do know that he's the singer of uh, Steeler's Wheel, who Steelers, sings oh, yeah, Stuck, Stuck in the Middle, in the middle with, you. with You. But was he in a not duo? A, not a comedy duo, sorry. I think, they, like were, a I think they were a folk duo, but Billy, more and more, his little um, bits of chat in between songs got longer and funnier. And b- much better than his folk. Yeah, what you, I think he played banjo, maybe? Yeah, he does play banjo. Banjo, yeah. So that, I thought that blew my mind when I heard That's that. That's fantastic. That's great. A little factoid for you there. Oh, just a little tiny factoid. Hello, I'm a little, little factoid here. Oh, I'll God, just drop so that sorry. on the table. Uh, <laughs> Very run tired, along. <laughs> and I'm done. Um, Boom, so, and I'm gone. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> Who was that guy again? Who was the boomer mom gone guy? Boom, and I'm gone. I didn't remember that either. That was you. That, that was, that was so you doing fucking something. funny. I laughed so hard. It was. I think it was in. Um... Oh no. And I'm gone. Oh, it was Santa Claus. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> was <laughs> Boom, that, and I'm gone. Was that the Father or, Christmas or something? The original. Yeah. <laughs> the original Father Christmas catchphrase. <laughs> You want a Tonka truck? Boom, and, and I'm, I'm gone. gone. <laughs> Jerry Rafferty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, banks. So banks were one of the one of the focal points of the fear. Um, apart from you know ATMs closing down that sort of stuff, they also rely on computers to calculate interest daily. So, mm. um, and it would normally you know instead of ticking over one more day, it would change interest by one day. But in this case, they were worried that it might change it by minus 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> so people have just suddenly lost trillions of dollars. Lost or, or like the bank is owed all this interest yeah. from people who's borrowed. And all of a sudden that's just wiped. And maybe it's, I don't know, what's negative interest? Money. I mean, none of it. <laughs> that turned out not to be a problem. But anyway, that was one of the fears. Power plants is another one. Um so, uh, they depend on routine computer maintenance for safety checks, such as, you know, water pref- pressure and radiation levels. So, not having the correct date would muck these up, uh, these calculations up and possibly... Have like a meltdown at nuclear power. Have a meltdown. Power. So, the surrounding areas, yeah, nuclear power or, or any of the, you know, crazy power plants. Uh, nuclear. Uh, Wind, mm-hmm. hydro, hydro, mm-hmm. coal. Gas. Mm-hmm. Coal could just start to be flinging everywhere. Everywhere, oh. we'd be sitting in a sea of coal. Yeah, that could happen. Happy New Year, Jess. Yeah, like fuck a new it. coal yeah. house. Why are you can you imagine? Me? Can you imagine if the the wind farms got out of control? We'd be having bad hair days for weeks. We wind everywhere. Yeah, lots of wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. The wind computer's broke. <laughs> Why are you making fun of wind power? Because if in a catastrophe, it wouldn't be that bad. No, I'm making yeah. that. The... <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be that bad because uh, what's that? We live with the wind anyway. Oh no! Now the windmill's just going round and round and not doing anything. <laughs> I meant more that like wind is yeah. another name for farts. Oh, I didn't get that I was, at all. Oh, I was on that level as well. Oh, I was working hell. on two comedic levels. And you know how much I love an opportunity you to do. make fart noises. Oh, is that what that noise is you make? <laughs> I just thought that was just like a negative noise. Well, it's a bit of both. Negative farts. Negative farts. I'm, I just, I, just like I never negative... associate farts with ne- <laughs> That's like ne- <laughs> Negative interest is akin to negative farts. <laughs> negative 100 years of farts. I think a negative... <laughs> 
A negative oh, no, farters. I've lost, I've lost a million dollars of farts. <laughs> Sucked in. Sucked in fart. Oh, you feel that? That's the Dow Jones just going down the shitter. Oh, no. We lost the Nats hat. Oh, God. Cop that, Alan Greenspan, you prick. Hey, so uh, transportation? Transportation is another one. So you, you probably... This is this is one Can of the big ones. Can you please list some transportation? Okay, transportation. Uh, you got... Aeroplanes. Aeroplanes. That was the big one. People feared that aeroplanes at midnight would just fall from the sky. Sure. That oh was like God. a genuine Yeah, it was. Fear. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Yeah. So did they actually... Did they risk it and have planes flying? Uh, yes. Because I... I always get a little bit edgy about air travel, as most people do. And I think, I don't know. that. I don't know. If like, I do I've it. just booked a, a trip to Europe and I didn't want to fly back on September the 11th. I don't, it just freaked me out. It was the 15th anniversary of that horrible event. You just didn't want to do didn't it. Want to, I think I am actually, I did take the ticket because it was much cheaper. I was like, well, I'm not going to let that stupid fear ta- cost yeah, me $400. Oh man. Yeah, no. But Those so the 15th stupid anniversary- fears are the best because if everyone's feeling it, you can... You can clean up. You can. Pro- I, know, I think that's why I was profiting. Yeah, sweet profit from terrorism. From, you you profited from terrorism. Oh my god! A federal offence. He's a Nazi sympathizer too. No. <laughs> if you listen to the tape, I just said before it was known. Listen to the old episode. Before Hitler was that bad. No. <laughs> Hitler wasn't that bad. Never said that. No, he did. That. He was real bad. But he wasn't Jess, that bad. That, you know, Dave makes me edit out all his neo Nazi <laughs> yeah, chat. Was, oh god, no, I do not. Everything that we say goes straight to your ears, listeners. Everything. Including fart bag. Cop that, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny out of context. Just fart noises. Cop that, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) You too, Stalin. I love that thing. But Matt, you were talking about um, aeroplanes. I asked the question, did, were people brave enough to tempt it? Um, so, to show how confident they were that planes wouldn't fall from the sky, the FAA, uh, which is the Federal Aviation Administration in America, sent its chief, Jane Garvey, on a flight that would be in the air over the midnight hour. Oh, see, that is the worst assignment because... You it's a great be- power play. It's just like people going, yeah, you you would say it's okay because... But then they send their chief. But, but then, then they're going, yeah, look, we'll the, send anyone. The chief, is, the chief is spending their New Year's on a plane. That yeah, sucks, that doesn't sucks. it? I hope you got some good overtime, hopefully first class. Yeah. She was the chief. Do you reckon she had a little bit of doubt? No. I would. You'd have a bit, wouldn't you? Yeah, a little oh, bit. You'd have, everyone the would have a tiny The bit worst bit. part would be if just the plane happened to malfunction. Yeah, it crashed Completely... Anyway. Like, I know a bird gets in the engine or whatever that unrelated, happens. Unrelated, yeah. Completely unrelated. And then or everyone's like, well, birds. there you go. Night birds. Like an owl. Well, <laughs> a night, night owl. Or a bat. An, an owl just flying 40,000 feet in the air. Yeah. You know? But I am interested to hear how Jane went. Uh, did she survive? Uh, she did survive. Oh, thank goodness. That, that flight. <laughs> She's just disappointed. <laughs> that is a, yeah. So no, I know I, I built that up as a like that would have been a real fun quirk. It's like you got Kirk, you got Kirky, you got cocky, Jane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You now shouldn't you're have ro- dead. rolled the dice. She may be dead. This is a while ago. The flight. Well, um, I hope she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of Jane. I'm a big fan. I think she's great. She puts her money where her mouth is. Yes. And I imagine she gets paid a lot if she's the chief of the FAA. Exactly. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of mouth. So. <laughs> 
That flight also included a passenger whose life goal was to be flying as the clock ticked over into the new millennium. (laughs) (laughs) World's worst life goal. Look, what do you mean? Um, Imagine, like, if someone said that, I think, like, Jane would start worrying that they were going to just kill everyone. Yeah. Clearly, Mm. there's something wrong. My life goal. Imagine that. You'd be freaking out, looking at the clock. Five, four. Sorry, we've changed time zones. One hour and five, (laughs) four. It'd just keep happening. It'd be really hard to judge. Yeah, I know. Which computer, like, it all depend on which computer you're worried about. Well, if it's just a small domestic flight. Yeah, it was a domestic flight. I think it was going to Dallas or something like that. Yeah, if it from... was like Melbourne to Sydney, you know, um, fine. That's my life goal. <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also... Not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. But so due to the widespread fears of planes falling from the sky, um, this lady whose life goal it was, uh, was a 63-year-old named Janet Rhodes. It took her three attempts to book a flight at, at this time as two earlier bookings were cancelled due to lack of passengers. She had to book three times. Yeah, she really, really wanted it. She was like, I'll pay for all the seats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. She mortgages her house. <laughs> She ended up, I think it was only, she was one of 36 on that flight, so it was it was sort of still a pretty empty flight. People mm. just weren't keen. Uh, but uh, and until just now, I'm like, yeah, people were afraid. But now I'm like, well, maybe they're just doing stuff. It's also, yeah, it's New Year's. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. You'd hope you'd have plans. If you don't, get some friends, you loser. Yeah, come on. What's her name? Jan. I, Janet. Janet and Jane. What a combo. I kind of like the idea of like if... um. 
if if something did happen when the clock went back and thought it was 1900, it was just like that. The technology just reverted. Somehow it became like a you know a Wright Brothers plane. Or yeah, something. they had to all pedal. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, click, that's like, yeah. It's open top. <laughs> and they're also in like old timey clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that now that's a fun. That's bug. just magic. I'm into that. Yeah. That sounds like a Doctor Who episode. You sound like a Doctor Who episode. Oh, hey Jess, like. I agree that he needed to be dressed down verbally there in some way, but I think you took it a little too far in this instance. Sorry, Dave. Okay, Dave, do you accept? Well, I will accept it if you give me another fart blank. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, that's sweet. That's a really sweet moment. What a gesture. What a, lovely a gesture. Gest- gesture. Gesture. What a gesture. Oh. I love that. This show is becoming worse and worse at bad puns. Or I am, at or least. Or better and better at oh, bad better and better puns. At ba- bad puns. Did you guys know that there was a telly movie called Y2K uh, made in uh, to be aired in 1999 by the NBC in America? That feels like fear-mongering. It's al- well, do you think so? Because it's alternative title. You say fear-mongering. <laughs> but it's alternative title, I think, will... Um, alleviate some, alleviate some, some stress. stress. They called it... Countdown to chaos. <laughs> That's the thing. They're doing oh, it I'm relaxed. right before it's about to happen. Like, if it, if it came out in 2004 or something, you'd be like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, that's whatever. laughable. Yeah, then you can sort of be like, oh, weren't we a bit silly to be so worried? But happening, like, this is going to happen. But, Guys, I mean, it, no coming. one cares about it afterwards, I guess. As soon yeah, as no, it, nothing happens, it's like, well, what the... And in but the now movie... they look like bigger dickheads because nothing happened. Yeah. In the movie, did it... Well, if they called it Countdown to Chaos, I don't think it went well, Dave. It's like that movie, uh, that film, that, what was it called, 2010? And it was about... Yeah, 2012. 2012. And then it's like, well, that's relevant for like about a Mayan four calendar. minutes. Yeah. Four, oh, that's right. It was the 2012 oh, yeah. Mayan calendar. And then it's released just at the end of 20, 2011. And now it's like, well, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, mm. that'll never be seen again. Well, yeah. that dated itself but, very but quickly. But it was the plot of um, Countdown to Chaos... Oh, let, well, let me tell you, I, I've written down a review from IMDb oh, from a, great. a user called Puffy Luck. Oh, one of my favourite users. Yep, they gave it one star out of ten. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say out of one? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> one out of ten. Uh, and wrote this review. I mean, this is like, I think they were, they were personally affected by the movie, and that may be why they were so brutal about it. Ooh. I was working for Bank X when this movie came out. The corporate officers actually released a statement and we all had to attend a meeting letting us know what the movie was about, how it, how it portrayed banks and how we had to assure customers that things that happened in the movie wouldn't happen in real life. I thought the meeting was a waste of time. Who was really going to come in and freak out about it? Well, apparently half of our customers. We had oh. people ordering money to bury in their backyards. Almost every customer warned Hang on, me. what? Is that like you ring up and you, well, you like, you, you fill out a form and there's a box where yeah. you tick? What are you going to do with this money? Buried in my backyard. Yeah, tick. I know. It's very specific, isn't it? I'm guessing she would, people were telling her, I'm, I need this to bury in my yeah, backyard. Yeah, can I have uh, $8,000 from my account? Oh, you've ha- only got $8,000? Yes, I know. I'm going to bury it in my backyard. How would, how would, you, uh, how would you like that? Uh, just in a box? Just in a box of waterproof. <laughs> Small. No, I meant in like. 20s or... Ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in a box. Yeah, yeah. All right, gotcha. Um, <laughs> Do you sell shovels? <laughs> At this bank. Yeah, that's right. If you withdraw $5,000, well, you get a free shovel this week. Ooh, oh. that's a good deal. <laughs> Almost every customer warned me to go straight home on New Year's Eve. 
a lot of people wanted to know if the ATMs were going to be working and when we when we would start rationing out the money. Rationing out the money like scraps. Uh, then she went on to say, or he, I don't know, what's the name? Puffy Luck. I'm going to say he. Sounds like a dog. He went on to he went on to say it was disgusting that people were this gullible and stupid. He was disgusted by the people. He was disgusted. disgusted. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the film. This was movie this... was a waste of time for anyone with half a brain, and the cause of and the cause of a paranoid breakdown for people dumb enough to believe it. Thanks, NBC, for making the last two weeks of 1999 a living hell for me and the other bank employees. <laughs> Posted 2009. Yeah, what <laughs> a was fucking lunatic. Years later that they posted this? Uh, no, it was, I think it was that. Uh, it was in 2000. What a fucking idiot. That is fantastic. And I want to see this movie so badly now. Yeah. Was it, is it, it's, it's a telly movie. So was it low budget? Low no budget, no yeah. famous people. And it's I didn't recognize any names. Freaked out all the banks. But there was another movie I saw, which was uh, also, I think it was either called Y2K and it might have been meant to have been a, a have a cinematic release. And it, it was like um, it was like an army action movie, like the nuclear My warheads favorite. were going to go off and all that sort of stuff. So, and it had the only guy I recognised in it was Malcolm McDowell. Oh yeah, from uh, Clockwork Orange. Yes, plays Alex. He's quite old now. Very old. Yeah, I mean, this was twenty years ago, or whatever. Um, Time Magazine interview. So this is, an, this is another thing. I'm not still talking about that other thing. We've I'm moved, so excited. Have we moved on from the movies? If uh, you're interested, I'm going to organise a public screening of that film. Great. That would be really great. Listeners come along. Let's do it fun. here. Yeah. It'd be really fun. On the back, yep. That'd be really good. I'm in. Um, Time Magazine. There was this great um, article in Time Magazine from uh, pretty much bang on started 2000. There was some great stuff. So a lot of that I've used. Uh, Time Magazine interviewed a couple named Bruce and Diane Eckhart from Lisbon, Ohio. And who at the time were preparing for the Y2K disaster, and they were actually with them on New Year's Day, as they were sort of realizing that. Oh, what was their reaction? They were like, at, the one quote they were like, um, they're sort of saying, "Oh, it seems like everything's going okay, but we haven't heard anything out of Guam, which is a little bit disturbing." <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Searching for something? Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything from Indonesia. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't. I've never spoken to anyone yeah. from Indonesia no before, but I haven't checked. Yeah. But no. still, still, it's terrifying. funny seeing some of the, you know, because I think of two thousand. It doesn't feel like forever ago, but you see websites from two thousand, and they are like the most basic, yeah, geocities looking things. Yeah, like you could make something on your phone in five minutes that looks better than that now. Yeah. Um, so I went through, I actually looked up some old websites and stuff about with tips of what to do. And they oh, were wow. like, you're cool old school looking website. That's awesome. Um, but these guys, uh, Bruce and Diane, they, they really went all out. They stockpiled six months worth of food. They converted all their savings into gold, uh, coins. Oh, you idiots. They practiced. What, what, so in, what in dystopia are we supposed to respect gold? Yeah, I guess so. That's, I mean, people were thinking it was just going to go back. To the you know the dark ages sort of thing. or not when's the dark ages like well beyond like early man sort of thing. But when you, you with, with no wait later than early man oh before God. the dark ages. Dave, what's the time I'm sort of talking about here? Where well, gold's like, valuable like, and well, gold's always been quite valuable. Yeah, okay. Through... I was talking about that time, always. 
Pirates is pirates. what I'm thinking. I'm talking about pirate, the pirate years. <laughs> the pirates, right. <laughs> uh, they practiced firearm skills. Oh, my God. They conducted surprise what? drills in the months leading up. Surprise what? drills. Wake up, wake up. There's only two of them. <laughs> yeah. Right, no, right. and a daughter. And, and a, a daughter. teenage oh, daughter. the poor girl. Wake up, wake up. Get the gold coins. Get in the bin. Get in the bin. They've got a bin. But, <laughs> that, Safety bin. They had a... Get in the bin. <laughs> I'm in bunker. Shit. Get, get, in, get in the, the bin. bin. <laughs> Christine, get in the bin. Get in the fucking bin. 38 seconds. We're dead. We're all dead. Well, well done, done, Christine. Well, done, well Christine. fucking done. Yeah. Hmm. You've, went the, you've went the bed again. Hmm? They had a quote from the... she was a teenager. Yeah, she They've scared the shit out of her. <laughs> Well, let's get the piss out. No, of she her. might. She might have been. Tw- she might have been a bit younger than a teenager. So I think you know. She could have shut herself. She could have shut herself. <laughs> well, we're all susceptible at any time. Yeah. I'm not beyond it. But the, the only thing they quoted from her was when it was becoming clear that nothing was happening. She was just like, she was sounding like she was getting sick of it. She's like, well, you know, what it, if it happens, it happens. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and to her mom and dad, and her dad apparently still going worried about the people from the town across coming and stealing their supplies. It's like strangers are. You know, they've been looking at our supplies and stuff, like super paranoid. Yeah, because you look like a lunatic. And the the um, the the journalist said that uh, the daughter had just been all morning singing along to Cheryl Crow on her Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of one. What's a Cheryl Crow song? I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I'm Bye. not the only Oh my god, you picked that up so dance. fast. Is that Cheryl Crow? Yeah. Is it? That's Cheryl. Big time. <laughs> That's oh, you bet you bet you, your gold you bet coins on that? Sweet Bippy. Oh my god. <laughs> sweet Bippy. What? So but, I mean They also studied basic dentistry and field oh medicine. My god. <laughs> I was about to say to this point it's like, well it's not that bad. You can convert the coins back, you can eat the food over the next year or so, that's fine. But you've what? Basic dentistry and medicine. The the um These the, people are fucked. Diane did say that she she was committed to eating the heaps of cans of spam, whether or not there was a disaster. <laughs> the thing is, I actually really like spam. So. And she was already looking she was already looking to the bright side because she she's like <laughs> On the bright side I got six months of spam. <laughs> and she's got all that food but she's got Spam! She, <laughs> oh goddamn love the Monty Python sketch. That's like my house. <laughs> she she was she's already What's thinking dinner? Spam! <laughs> Spam and gold. No, what are you going to say? Sorry. She's committed. Oh, no, she... Yeah, so she was... She's... Oh, I was really I expecting another... I was going to do it again. <laughs> you forced for spam, didn't you? No. Um, she... I can't... I have no idea. What was I talking about? Spam! How she was uh looking on the bright side. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was already saying, well, I've now I've got all this money saved. And all this spam! <laughs> and I've got all this food so I don't need to spend it on food spam. coming up for the next six months. So she was planning on buying a jacuzzi. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's looking at the bright side. Everyone's a winner baby. That's the truth. Everyone's but basic dentistry. I mean... You know what sp- you could fill the jacuzzi with? Spam! <laughs> and gold. Spam and gold. What a combo. Ooh. Gold spam. I feel like in the future, food would be way more worthy, like worth... Like, Valuable than gold. Yeah, because yeah. you can eat it. Yeah. Oh. Um. So the solution to the to the year two thousand problem, the money right. Bugs, so the my question is: bugs. at this point, we all laugh now, mm. but did it not affect anything because people did something to fix it, or did it just was never a problem ever? 
That is still debated. Oh. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone laughs, but maybe in the 80s and 90s, people were like, oh, we'll just update those computers and we'll be sweet. Or yeah. was it like, no, those old computers are cool. They're fine. They're double in, O, d- in, not d- double nine. They don't give a shit. They're a computer. They're in, fine. In my head, it was like uh, at, the, at midnight, it was going to be like your vacuum cleaner would turn on and like murder you. Yeah. Like everybody just thought Yes, I totally all that computers kind of... are going to just be like robots out to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Like, for, like everything in your they house They might be confused about the date, but does that make them homicidal? Yes. Well, that, that was the concern. Debatable. <laughs> Debatable. We'll never know. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> the Y2K bug was both a software and hardware problem, obviously. Um, so software and hardware companies raced to fix the bug in the you know, 98, 99 um, and provided Y2K compliant programs to help. It was found that the simplest solution was seen to also be the best, which was um, simply expanding the date, the year, to from two digits to four digits. And that was like a problem solved. <laughs> But it was very simple. Very simple, but very hard to do. Um, so some of these computers, right, like in an ATM or something, that's attached in to the mainframe of the whole machine. So it's it's hard to just get in there, and ch- you can't change that part. So it, it, I, I look. Do, do, does it seem clear to you no, that I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about? No, I understand. Great, like uh, the, I think what you're trying to say is the clock is actually physically inside it. So you have yeah. to. It's not just a code that you go. You actually so, have to change the clock. Yeah, so it's tricky. It's yeah. tricky to run like, and run to rock and run. It's tricky because you have to what change what billions of clocks around. Yeah, the world. that's right. So it's just a slow, tedious process, and and it was just time consuming. Um, in the years leading up to the turn uh, to the turn of the millennium, I keep saying that, but it's not quite. 100% true. But anyway, I'll keep saying it until I correct myself later. In the years leading up to the turn of the millennium, tech teams worked to fix the issues. In America, there were worries that the public sector was lagging behind, um, yeah, as, as they tend to do, bloody public sector, mm. am I right? Um, and a Y2K preparedness survey was commissioned in late 1998 by a New York computer industry consulting firm, and that showed that among the 13 economic sectors... Studied in the US, uh, government was the least ready for Y2K. The government was the least ready? Yeah. What do you reckon the highest, uh, the the sector rated highest for preparedness was? Definitely horn mil- industry. De- <laughs> the horns? Uh, definitely military. The horns? Software industry. Software. Oh, they put that themselves first. Because yeah, oh, they, they were always obsessed with... Where, where did horns Mi- come on the list? In, in Britain, military was uh, ready <laughs> well ahead of time. Horns, they did the horn um, sector... Somehow was left out. Oh, but the military in the UK were fine. <laughs> they they got onto it really quickly, and they they put out. Um, they were saying that we're ready if the you know local police and stuff struggle. Uh, where the military's ready to come in and help out in case just of emergencies. kill everything. Yeah, just kill everything that wa- walks. <laughs> <laughs> Vacuum cleaners, small children, we'll kill them all. Uh, the direct quote from the military. Yeah, from the military. This is from Britannica. Worldwide, an estimated $300 billion was spent to upgrade computers and application programs to be Y2K compliant. That's a lot of cash. As the the first day of January 2000 dawned, it became apparent that the computerized systems generally were still intact and reports of relief filled the news media. 
These were followed by accusations that the likely incidents of failure had been greatly exaggerated from the beginning. Oh. And that those who had worked in Y2K compliance efforts insisted that the threat had been real. So... So they're saying, oh, no, no, we, no, we it fixed real. It. it. Nothing happened because we fixed it. And other people going, yeah, you made a lot of money fixing all these things, right? It's sort of a bit yeah, self-serving. Yeah, that does make sense. But then there's other people that are like, I studied dentistry for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a right idiot. That's the real cost. That wasn't even yeah. taken into the 300 no. billion. <laughs> 300 bi- I feel like they could sue. Um, so, yeah, so these... Is that picking up, Draco? Is that a dog? Maybe it is, yeah. Who are these dogs? Who are you? Low dogs. Absolute dogs. Yeah, we can get going. So they maintained that the the, the uh, people who were working um, on the solution, people who were working on the solution maintained that the continued viability of computerized systems was proof that the collective effort had succeeded. In- oh, so they were like, hey, nothing happened because we spent $300 billion. That's right. And in following years, some analysts... No, that's not right. Analysts. Fuck. <laughs> in following years, some analysts pointed out that programming updates that had been part of the Y2K compliance campaign had improved computer systems and that the benefits of these improvements would continue to be seen for time... If we're going to do it in that weird voice, I have to say the words in order. Um, where was I? Hang on. In the following years, some analysts pointed out that programming updates had been... Sam! That seemed fine. In following years, some analysts pointed out that programming updates that had been part of the Y2K compliance campaign had improved computer systems and that the benefits of these improvements would continue to be seen for some time to come. (laughs) Some (laughs) unspecified time. So, for for the most part, everything pretty cool, but um, there were a bunch of minor problems. There was one problem, one issue that happened, which is kind of a bit fucked up, sort of tossing up whether to talk about it or not, but the minor, some of the minor problems. Um, National Geographic report... Did I say Geographic? Yeah, you did. National. Some of the minor problems. Uh, National Geographic reported that in the end there were very few problems. Um, a nuclear energy facility in Ishikawa, Japan, had some of its radiation equipment fail, but backup facilities ensured that there was no threat to the public. So oh, thank goodness. I was worried. That could have been really bad. Uh, the US detected missile launches in Russia and attributed that to the Y2K bug. But the missile launches were planned ahead of time as part of Russia's conflict with the Republic of Chechnya. Chechnya. Uh, and there was there was actually no computer malfunction. There was no, they were just genuinely bombing the shit out of Chechnya. Yeah, that was, that was real bombing. That was no mistake. So, no. like, there's bombs... Like that, so America, that would be the perfect excuse. Yeah, yeah it is a great excuse. Oh, no. Whoopsie. Whoops, we've bombed Chechnya again. Uh, yes, we did that the last three weekends. But, uh... <laughs> This was a Y2K, whatever you Americans call it. Thank you. This is Russia. Bye. <laughs> out. Russia, out. Uh, Japan's largest mobile phone operator reported on the 1st of January 2000 that some mobiles were deleting new messages received oh. rather than older messages as memory filled up. So, must have, 
I don't remember that being a thing, but it would like sounds like it would automatically delete the oldest messages. No, I would remember it having to say it would say memory full, delete yeah. old messages. You yeah, have to go through and think, Oh, I don't need that anymore. Oh, I want to keep that moment. You don't have to like sort of think I about your favourite messages. Yeah. I didn't have a I mobile would, phone I would in two thousand. Maybe that's oh, how yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Maybe that were weird like that back I was, then. I wouldn't have got a phone till like two thousand and three. Yeah, I was about the same. I think. I got two thousand and two. I got a mobile. Ooh, early adopter. Oh yeah, I was I was big into it. Is it because you had to like? How did you get to school in high school? I got a phone Crawling for my cab. my birthday because I um my twelfth birthday because it was also an MP3 player before oh, they sick. pretty much existed. Wow, it had enough that would have been to early ha- to have like thirteen songs on it. It's Hello. like an early iPhone. Early yeah. iPhone. That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. I got one in yeah 2003 because I wanted one because all my friends had them when I was in year seven, and my my parents wouldn't get me one because I lived a five minute walk from school, uh, so I didn't really need one. Like oh. if if I'd got lost or not lost, but like if I was stuck at school, something just you're not just walk home. But then my brother bought me a phone because he's cool. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, my brother that's gave really me a phone. Really cool. I remember being like, yeah, everyone's doing. It. I'm you would have been like it. twenty. Yeah, I was like 20 when I got my first phone, I reckon. You were 19. 20 when you got your first... Isn't that hilarious? That's so funny. Yeah, I was an. I reckon I was an adult. I was at uni, I And you didn't want didn't want it for a while? I was... Yeah, I was like... I. You thought it was a fad? St- stubborn sort of guy, <laughs> just like, well, I don't see the point. I don't see the bloody point, mate. But now... No, he can't keep you off that thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um... In the U.S. school system, one district reported that some water heaters had to be turned on manually. (laughs) What a crying shame. I thought it was going to be reported that some heaters had to be turned on and off again (laughs) before they fully heated up the room. So they had to be turned on manually, what, one time? Yeah, I guess. Oh, no, I think maybe they they had to be fixed. So from then on, they had to be... Look, I'm, I'm I'm reading the one sentence that I read about it. So that's that, a great that sentence. That is, that would be annoying. I it as a sentence. If you it's just to... like on a list of things that happened. It's like, well, you're really struggling to scrape together a list here, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I had to turn on a heater. So, I mean, I have to do that every morning anyway. It's yeah, just but... a heater you turn on when you get to work. But but this time I was doing it in the new millennium. <laughs> <laughs> This one's slight, I mean, slightly bigger, but not really. Uh, the U.S. Naval Observatory, which runs the master clock that keeps the country's official time, in America, obviously, what? gave the date on its website as 1st of January 19100. <gasps> it did do it. Yeah. This date error uh, also occurred on a bunch of other websites around the world, including a French weather forecasting service. Classic French weather. Mm. What year? What what is that year? That's a that's a long time away. That's a hundred and nineteen one hundred. It's seventeen thousand years away. Seventeen thousand years away. It will be one day nine, the year nineteen thousand one hundred. Whether or not anyone's still on the planet, no, or we'll if the planet exists, we'll be well yeah. and truly gone by. But then. time will still continue to exist. Yeah. Well, isn't time made up though? Oh, oh yeah. man. Does no. time exist when we're not here? Too tired for this up? conversation. Well, time still passes, but like the fact that it is the year seventeen thousand. Well. It's t- the date is just when you've started but counting time. But time's kind of been invented by man, right? So if man's not here to count time, does time really exist? Oh, my God. I think time continues to pass, but you just don't have a an anchor for when it, you started counting. Oh. Great to disagree. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, we'll find out in the year 19,100. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about there. 
again, in America, the Y2K bugs seem to turn uh, youth into senior citizens, which is a bit weird. Um, what? There were reports of sexual assault of, a, of sexual assault on an 83-year-old woman by an 80-year-old man, and two mythi- missing missing and two missing youths of ages 83 and 84 were among the flawed reports given by the faulty system which caused the oh. system to read year 2000 as the year 1900 and interpret the year of birth of the parties involved as their ages. Oh, okay. They were born in 83. Born in 83 and 80, yeah. That makes sense. Well, it doesn't, but... Okay. Yeah, I don't... Like, why does this... I don't understand why the system goes... I'm confused. <laughs> Ooh, let's, let's just make it up. Let's choose a thing. Um, uh, this, was, this one, out of the whole list I read of things that... Um, happened. This one is an actual. This is a fucking. This is fucked. Um, but I'll read it and we'll see. In Sheffield, in the UK, the Y2K bug resulted in incorrect Down syndrome. In Sheffield, in the UK, the Y2K bug resulted in incorrect Down syndrome tests results being given to 154 pregnant women. Oh wow! <gasps> incorrect in which way? Uh, in both ways. Oh, that's awful. So it led to, um, uh, two abortions being carried out. Incorrect. Oh my God. Oh, there you go. So there was actually genuinely bad stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah. We all laughed, but wow. No, I know. When I, like, it was sort of like all these silly things. Yeah, most of that sounds so trivial. Fucking hell. I'd never heard about that. Neither have I. That feels like that's that should be this story of the whole thing. Yeah, that's probably, I imagine, the worst thing you're going to say. Yeah, that's the worst thing i found by a long way. Oh. Real bad. Oh, man. Um, anyway. Yeah, pull it back up from there. Fuck, yeah. Where do you slot that in? It's hard to find a spot for that. You can't end on that. But no, anywhere else you've you got can. to recover. Yeah, you're Tune in next it. week. Um. So, the, yeah, the question, as you were saying, uh, Dave, before, was all the money and panic worth it? As, oh, we've already talked about this. There were two camps. I'll read it and then I'll figure it out. Great. There are two camps. The first argues that there were not many problems because of all the work that was done. Um, and then others say that the problem was overstated and the lack of major catastrophes. 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 <laughs> and the lack of major catastrophes meant that it was a waste of time and money. Um, as an example, actually, no, won't, let me do this and I'll be able to use it. So, Dave, as we were talking about before, uh, was all that money worth it or not? Um, yeah, $300 billion. Somehow wow. there's sort of the two camps. Um, some saying, yeah, all the money spent meant that the problem was yeah. fixed and that's why we got through it. And other people saying there were no problems and that's because there were no problems and it was a waste of money. Um, but this... And and there's still arguments going either way about that ongoing in pubs around the world. That's not true. But um, <laughs> this, I, I feel like this illustrates something maybe. Um, countries such as the US and the UK spent billions of dollars. The US spent about half of that, $300 billion themselves, um, combating the Y2K problem. And they ended up having very few issues. Okay. Um Alternatively, countries such as Italy, Russia, and South Korea had done very little to prepare for Y2K, and they also had very few issues. Ah, so they didn't spend the billions and they still got away with it. Yeah, classic Italians. I think maybe we'll be right. 
I think the Russians did spend quite a bit, but not, like a tiny fraction of what America spent. And I think South Korea and, and Italy maybe spent very little, if if not hardly did anything at all. Couldn't be bothered. Well, I'd, maybe they're just like, you know, whatever. Let's just see what happens. Cool. So that's that's pretty much the end of the report there. I've got... I, I don't think this is even really worth it. Here's a couple of things about that I found that weren't really about the bug in while I was reading them. I, I kind of like, but... Chuck them in. I'll chuck them in and we'll... Let's see. Um, I wouldn't call them fun facts and they're not even about Y2K bug, but they're sort of about Y2K. Uh, the Jerry Springer show had a special <laughs> to celebrate uh, the uh, the Y2K. Celebrate? To celebrate the pending doom. And it was called Y2 Lovers. And it was an episode in which people were confronted by both of their lovers. Incredible. That is... And that is an incredibly fun fact. How dare you preface that with, <laughs> oh, it's, no, it's not a fun fact. They definitely booked the guests and then went, oh, fuck, we should do a Y2K yeah. That's special. Great. It's a pretty sweet Y2 Lovers. <laughs> great. There's like, oh. They should have gone Y2K and then found a guy who'd slept with 2,000 yeah. women. Oh, yeah. Oh, or yeah. just 2Ks. Two women named K. Yeah, nice. That would have been better because 2,000 women's a lot of women. Yeah. Not a few Gene Simmons. We just got like Y2J, Jerry Springer. Oh. Y2 Jerry Springer. Oh, and have a second Jerry Springer on. <laughs> you know what? This is 16 years too late. <laughs> All these wonderful this, ideas. This meeting. <laughs> Damn it. We should have been there. Should have been there. Um, a Silicon Valley hospital gave its first baby... Uh, born in the in the new year, a share of Yahoo stock and five shares of Silicon Graphics. Holy shit! Oh wow, is that worth a lot of money now? I don't think so. One share of Yahoo. This is a weird thing to do. Oh, good on you, hospital. It's worth a lot of money now. Would it be? Probably. Let's assume know, that Yahoo even that good. It would have been better if it was Google or Apple. Then you'd be stoked. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, probably. I imagine early days Yahoo. That's a long time ago. None what have they done now? They're still around. They what partnered they? with Channel 7 in Australia. What are they doing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Fuck off, Yahoo. They won that uh, court case against Yahoo Sirius, where he was trying to sue them for use of his name. Are you serious? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't commit to that. He really did that. Yeah. No, he lost. Classic he lost. Yahoo Sirius. Oh, dear. Uh, finally, this one is not at all fun, but it, I found it very interesting and I, I did not realise it. Apparently, 2001 was actually the start of the new millennium, oh. not the year 2000. Um, and the reason uh, why the third millennium started in 2001 is because there was no year zero. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I mean, I, I imagined you would. So there was no year AD zero... Uh, and there was no year zero BC, so it went from AD one. I went from BC one BC to AD one. Um, so the year zero was skipped. Therefore, January first, uh, year one is defined to be the start of the first century and the start of the first millennium. What are the years called when? Never mind. But I don't think even those years were around at that stage, were they? Dave, would you know that? Were they going, well, this is year one? I don't think... It, I think it was retroactively done. Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, yeah. They didn't just change it. Yeah. Surely. 
Surely. Well, listen, we're ending on a real hard fact here. Well, hard fact. But it's just like when you say the 15th century is actually the 1400s. That, mm. As a kid, that really. It's because confusing. there's no... <clears throat> yeah, you should have finished on the Jerry Springer one. I can do. <laughs> we can cut all this out. Should we? No, 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 I'm kidding. You're a fucking cunt. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Such language. All right, let's finish. I mean, that's... So, yeah, uh, that was my little report. Thank you so much to Marcus for yeah, the thanks, suggestion. Marcus. Good job, Marcus. Feel free not... to uh, message in Marcus. I, don't, I wonder if... Because I don't know if he wanted the topic because he knew a bit about it mm. and wanted to see what we'd talk about it or if he knew nothing and just wanted to find out. Either way, I apologise. Um, no, I was. I found that really interesting. I didn't know much about it. It's something that I lived through, but I don't know. Jess and I were nine at the time, so you don't really passively know. Passively accepted. And, was, yeah. Yeah, and it always seemed like a bit man. of a joke, and I don't know. Was it a joke, or did they just mm. make it a joke by spending lots of money on Maybe it? Maybe our parents mm. were secretly really scared, but they stayed really strong for our benefit. Yeah. Yeah, I have no memory of any fear at all. And I was, you know, I was like a real person. You were, I was, you were like I old. Was in, I was in a double digits. You were super old. Like, odd. You were nearly, oh, you're, so old. You were nearly Probably basically dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're practically dead. I would have been, I would have been trying to almost grow beards, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> uh, that's the end of the pod. Uh, if you want to get in contact like Marcus did... Did he email? He tweeted. Tweeted at do go on pod. Do goon pod. Uh, we uh, take note of all those tweets. We love them when they come in. Email do go on pod or one word at gmail.com. Facebook, you can message us there. Do go on. We're about town. Um, yeah. Do you just us- find us in the street? Find us in the street, but uh, get on iTunes and give us a five star review. Yeah, that'd be Whether or not nice. you mean it, it doesn't matter to just me. Just do the five. We'll and write a know. little message. I'll fucking love the message. Love the message. That message that that guy wrote about like cereal and stuff. <laughs> so it made, great. It made me lol out loud. Yeah. Well, we won't read it out here, but it's yes, very funny. It's, it stands for laugh out loud. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. But you lolled out loud. You yes. laughed out loud out loud. Yes. You dickhead. Well, if you want to laugh out loud as well, we won't read the review out. But that's a bonus for if you go in there and give five stars. Why are you there? Read some of the old reviews, and there's a, a particularly funny one that there's a, they're all very goes nice. on quite good. for a long time. So we do enjoy that a lot. Thanks so much, Matt. We'll be back next week with you, Jess. Ooh, rocking the mic. Right. What are you going to talk about? Tell us. Give us a scoop. What are oh you going to say? Oh my god! Shut up. No, I'm not going to tell you. It's a surprise. Oh. That's the way I like it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey, can I make a request? No. Okay. Yeah, you can make one to me. Um, Neapolitan ice cream. What, what's the deal with that? <laughs> what's the deal with strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla? All yeah. right. Where did that right. come about? I can talk for an hour about that. Together okay. at last. Bananas in donuts. Mm-hmm. No, some sort of culinary-based one. Matt's taking the headphones off. That means it's <laughs> the end of the show. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Or we'll talk to you next week. You know what I mean. Bye. 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 Laters.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.